Welcome to the SOS Church Stockholm podcast. We are an international church in the heart of Stockholm that meets every Sunday at 12 p.m. at Drottninggatan 81. The celebration is in English with translation into Swedish, Farsi, and Spanish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations, living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. So guys, great, nice to meet you. How are you? Welcome all of you. This is wonderful. My name is Walter Suniga. I'm, uh, I, I'm, um, I'm, uh, I, I belong to this church. I'm a member of this church. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I, I, I have not seen many of you guys. This is like, like the first time for this year. I was away for three weeks back in El Salvador where I, I was born. Praise God for that. It's amazing. You know, you're, I'm, a, I'm a Latino by heart, by mind, by soul, but in all different kind of ways I'm Latino. Uh, my, uh, I look up my, 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 my descendants, where, where we came from, because Latin Americans, we are the most, most mixed people in the world. We are. Yeah, we are Chinese, Japanese, we have Mongolians, we are Russians, we're from all over the world. They came to Latin America and here we are. We are Latinos. We, you know, it's, it's hard for us when we come to Europe or Middle East where people are like, you know, this is my ethnic roots. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, yeah, my eth- ethnic roots are back in Congo, Angola. You know, we are Maya Indian, we are some Chinese, we are some European. We are a big mix, like our food. You know, have you, if you have tried tacos, you know what I mean. You have, uh, you know, who came up with the tacos idea? You know, you put everything in it and it tastes good. Beans, rice, meat, chicken, salad, you name it, everything in. That's a Latino, a taco. It's all mixed. And when you come to SOS Church, it's the same. I mean, look around you, look around you. It's just a mix of people and we come all together to this wonderful church. So uh, I have three beautiful sons. They, they finally uh, are growing up, which is good. That's what's supposed to happen. You know, once upon a time, I could carry them with my, with my arms. Now they are carrying me. It's kind of like some, you know, when people come to my home now, they look at the shoes. They think like, you know, when they look at my shoes, they think, oh, that's your kid's shoes. No, that's actually mine. I have this, the, the smallest shoe size in my own home. And I mean, what's going on? All of them are taller than me. My clothes doesn't fit them anymore, which is good. You know, sometimes I go to my, look at my T-shirts, my, my jackets. It's all gone. It's like, then I see my son carrying that. It's like, why are you having my things? And they go like, oh, I thought it was mine. <laughs> yeah, of course, I'm your dad. Everything mine is yours, but keep my clothes for myself. So guys, it's nice finally to meet you, and uh, yeah, I've been around here for like, I don't know, I, 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 lost, I lost the count. But I, I, I got saved when I was 70 years old, and I've been preaching this beautiful message that I'm going to present to you today from when I was 20, so I've been preaching like, you know, I'm 43 now. I know it's hard to, it's hard to, it's hard to. I mean, to believe when you see, I mean, it's like that guy is young, who is this 20-year-old boy, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see my white beard is, is growing, which is fantastic. I want all the whole thing to be white. And by the way, my mom is here. She's sitting here in the first line. 
Yeah. Don't mess with her. People look at her. You know she have two sides. Mama have two sides. She have the sweet part in everybody. Oh, Dora is so sweet. Dora is so sweet. Dora is so sweet. I know another side. Hello, welcome. My bro, it's nice to have you here. Please join. <laughs> you know, my, my mom has two different sides, by the way. Like I said, she's so sweet. Uh, everybody, I mean, she sits always like, you know, like a sweet, sweet little candy. <laughs> but all of you know, Latinos, you know that moms have two different sides. I mean, she raised me up. And, I, and there is different pedagogics in other nations. And you all foreigners, you know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm saying. So we are educated in the old traditional way. <laughs> so we have two sides. But, but she's here now because she's my prayer warrior. She's sitting here loving me, caring for me. Yeah. So we, we love Mama. And uh, my beautiful wife is over there. Yeah. That, that blondie. Uh, I, I say, you know, that miracles happens, you know, she's the proof of it. She married to me, and it's still working. I mean, it's a miracle every day. We have Latino clash, uh, culture clashes every, every day, which is part of what it is to be married. Don't worry, it's going to be fine. We're going to make it. <laughs> but I have a word for you today, guys. I have a word from heaven that I would love to preach to you today. And I think that, you know, when you come to church, you come with expectation. When you come to church, you just don't come here, sit down, and like, you know. <sighs> because I'm Latino, so I'm very sensitive to those things. So I, I need you to be like, you know, fake it till you make it. But look, look happy. Look like you like to be here, at least, you know. Not that your wife forced you to come or your best friend tell you you got to come to church. But when you sit here, at least pretend with me. This is fun, you know, like, wow. Oh, this guy is good. It's good. Uh, at least give me that so I, you know, so I can, you know. Because, listen, listen. The best, the best way for me to preach to you is if you look happy. You know, if, if I see over here, if I see somebody, you know, falling asleep, I will turn to preach to the guys over here because, you know, I have nothing to do with people who are sleeping on this side. So, so not, not that nobody of you are sleeping. It's just, uh, but just saying. Because I have a very good word for you guys. Uh, and, and, um, and uh, you know, Christianity, the, the, the message of Jesus and this beautiful gospel are being preached for more than 2,000 years. That's fact. I mean, just fact. Uh, being preached all over the world, it had become, it became one of the biggest religions in the world. And still today, people come, you know, and debate about the Bible and debate about this, is right or wrong, what religion should I believe in, la, la, la. And I'm, I'm not going to have a theological, you know, discussion with you. But I just wanted to give you a message about the true gospel, a true message of Jesus, which very clear change and, 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 and transform people's life. So whoever you are, a Hindu, a Muslim, an atheist, a cyclist, whatever you call yourself, this message is for you. So that's a good, that's a good, that's a good start, isn't it? I, I'm, think, I'm thinking I'm doing pretty good, isn't it? Is I, do, do I have 10 points until now? Yeah, good, perfect, perfect. Okay, my message for you today is uh, to turn the curse 
to blessing. Are you here? Turn the curse to blessing. Is this good? Does it sound good? Uh, are you with me? No, no. Okay, okay. When you are so spontaneous, I like it. I like it. You are not forced to this, you know. Clap, otherwise I kill you. No, it's <laughs> this is the way we deal with things, you know, sometimes. I will give you an idea you cannot refuse. Okay, the Bible is so full of, of positive message that sometimes it's so positive that we lose the point of it. It's kind of like you read it so many times, and it's so good that when you read it, you're like, yeah, I'm blessed. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm forgiven. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's kind of like taking the train, you know, like the, the subway. It's like, yeah, taking the subway. So, things that happens. But the Bible actually speaks about you being blessed, and that no one can curse what have been blessed. It's impossible to curse what is good. If it's gold, it's gold. You can't change the very material because someone else thinks something else. If it's gold, it's gold. Are you with me? So when you see gold, you will say, that's gold. Ah, you can see also if it's fake, you know, sometimes, you know, we... Carry things. I did it when I was young. I carried like, you know, things that looks like gold. And I'm, I'm just like, you know. <laughs> Until somebody look at the, at the brand and the mark. It's like, that's fake. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. <laughs> but as long that you want, you wanted to carry gold. You're just like. <laughs> Are you here? You go to the party. You put your rings. It look like gold. You're like. Are you with me? Because everybody will say, that's gold. And when, and when the Bible says that you are blessed, you are blessed. And when you are blessed, it means that you kind of like walk like. I'm sorry, I'm blessed. Are you here? So the Bible, uh, the Bible says in, in uh, Deuteronomy 23 verse 5, it says that, and it's a story from the Bible, from the Old Testament. And uh, I carry the Old Testament, this word to you, because it's, it actually speaks about the, the very thing that I'm saying. They were carrying a, a guy who's supposed to curse people and curse the, the people of, of God. And, and, and the Bible says like this, however, the Lord, your God, will not listen to Balaam. Balaam was the guy. What a name. Huh? Balaam. Is anyone Balaam here? Is any Balaam? No, no one Balaam? Don't, don't feel bad if your name is Balaam. Okay. But this is a Balaam. Balaam, but turn the curse into, ble into a blessing for you because the Lord your God loves you. I read again. However, the Lord your God will not listen to Balaam, but turn the curse into blessing for you because the Lord your God loves you. So it kind of like the story, if we just understand the text right, it means that, that Balaam tried to curse, try at least to say something bad, say something wrong about the people of God, but God turned the curse to blessing. Come on. 
Are you here? It's kind of like it, it was impossible. And the story continues. Let's, let's check about Balaam. Let's go to the next one. <clears throat> uh, in Numbers 22, verse 12 to 14, it says that, But God said to Balaam. <laughs> now Balaam was a guy who cursed people and blessed people. And uh, the Moabites, it's, it's a people group, uh, an ethnical group of the time, from that time, many years ago, back in time. You, I know you know your history well. You know who the Moabites, all of you know who the Moabites is. I have no idea. I remember when the people were talking about the Moabites in church. I was like, oh, I, I hope they don't ask me. You know, when you are in class and the teacher is looking around to, like, to ask a question and you go like, I'm doing very important things here. <laughs> you know, like that. I know you don't know who the Moabites is, but it's just a people. And they were in war with the people of God. And the, and the king of the Moabites says, let's bring Balaam. Because Balaam is a good, he's good in cursing. <laughs> let's bring Balaam. <laughs> he, that guy is like, you know, you can count with him when it comes to cursing. I mean, he's the best, number one. It's like numero uno. So Balaam have a t-shirt like he says, I'm, I'm, I'm the cursing guy, you know. So they invite Balaam to come going to talk crap about the people of Israel. And then he tried to do it, and that's what we jump in here. But God said to Balaam, do not go with them. You must not put a curse on those people because they are blessed. Are you here? You can't curse them because they are blessed. What? The next morning, Balaam got up and said to Balak's officials, Go back to your own country, for the Lord has refused to let me go with you. So the Moabites official returned to Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. I mean, we need to have Balaam here. He need to come and curse. You know, you know that talking bad about people, talking crap about people, it's the same as cursing people? You know, it's like a witchcraft. You know, have you started to work somewhere and people start to talk bad about the new person? You know what I mean? That person have like zero a, a foundation to success in that place because people already say, ah, you know, Walter. Ah, you know, Walter, that guy. Or, you know, Dora. Ah, you know, Dora. Ah, she's, she looks sweet, but have you heard what Walter have said? She can spank you like crazy. You know, so it, it, it's, it, if just somebody says something, you put it into the air. And that word creates an environment in that place. And as long as that, that word doesn't go through your mind, it doesn't harm you. But as long as that word comes through your mind, goes to your heart, and you start to react according to what the words have been said about you. Are you here? That becomes a curse because no matter where you go, when you are preparing your coffee at your working place, you're making your meal. You are thinking they are talking about me. Are you with me? So the curse is already placed. But listen to this, my friend. When the word of God it's in your mind. It's in your heart. And in your actions. It is impossible for someone 
to make that word to go into your mind. Because the word of God says, you are blessed. Are you here? I mean, this is so good. I mean, this is so, are, are you, are you, because we miss sometimes the gold in the Bible. And, and as long that a word is spoken but doesn't affect you, people who speak about you will say, it is impossible to curse Andreas because Andreas is blessed. His mind is blessed. His thought is blessed. His actions are blessed. It is impossible to break down somebody who thinks that life is wonderful. Life is beautiful. I am forgiven. I am blessed. I have a second chance. Christ has died for me. It is impossible to break down somebody like that. Woo. I tell you, I need to calm down. Verse 23, it says, how can I curse those who God has not cursed? How can I denounce those whom the Lord has not denounced? It is impossible. And, and, And more and more I continue to read, I find that at the end of the story for Balaam, next next verse, he the, the king had a conversation and said, oh, my phone, my, uh, okay. <laughs> Hello, yeah, it's bad connection. I know, yeah. You know, I changed to Telia lately. Thank you. Oh, this is three. <laughs> don't, don't change Telia, stay in Telia. <laughs> but, you know, the, the king, uh, the king uh, uh, spoke to, to, to Balaam and said, like, hey, hey, bro, let's have a talk. I brought you here to curse the people. And the story says that Balak said to Balaam, what have you done to me? I brought you to curse my enemies. But you have done nothing but bless them. Because at the end of the story, these these people of God, they are not affected by whatever happens. They just continue walking with dignity, walking with uh, with, uh, with a mindset of, with the word of God. So at the end of the day, people started to say, no, but he is good. No, but that, that, no, man, that girl is good. No, man, actually, actually there is nothing bad to say about that guy or that girl because they are blessed. Suddenly, everything that was turned against you turns ag- for you. Everything that's supposed to be your limitation turns for you to be your blessings and your way out. Everything that's supposed to be your destruction becomes your weapons and your transformation for the good. Because the Lord has said, you are blessed. Are you here today? And everything is here. If, if I can just preach for 30 minutes, but I can just put a mind in your, a thought in your mind where like, yeah, everything that comes against me, the Lord will turn it to the best. If I can just touch a little bit of that in your mind, you will go out from here, not with another message, not with another, you know, it was great Sunday, but you will go out of here as a victorious person knowing that no matter what people say about me, not no matter what crap people say about me, as long that my mind is not touched, as long that my heart is pure, my actions will be in faith, my actions will be powerful, and there is no limitations for those who God has blessed.
Mm. I'm so excited. I mean, you, you don't, you, I try to hold back. Yes. If your friend came to, with you today and, and he's saying to you, does he need to scream that much? Normally, no. People doesn't scream that much from the stage. But I do. I'm sorry. It's, like, it's just the way it is. Like, you know, I see people go like, hmm. But I expect that that's because it's a good message. <laughs> okay. You with me? Look at this now. Look at this now. Come with me to 2,000 years back in time. And we take the next, the next slide. I, I think we have. Yeah. So this very symbol, a lot of people around the world carry that. We carry that as a symbol of something nice. Okay. Like the cross. And, and I, 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 that represents I'm a Christian. So, so, but if you go back to the Greek time, the Roman Empire, and the Persian time, this symbol represented cursed. If somebody was, the Bible says that if somebody was hanged on tree, he was a cursed man. So the very same symbol of Christianity and forgiveness and love and second chance was something that was used 2,000 years for saying cursed. Cursed. Are you here? And a man named Jesus hanged on the cross. And that very symbol today stands for blessing. Love and a second chance. Nobody will say, oh, that's a symbol of a curse. Because that Jesus died on the cross for your and my curses. So we could be free. And today, my friends, yes. We carry that very symbol so proud. Because it speaks about a new life. So we turn the curse to the blessing. Woo. I tell you, it's going to be better and better. Let's, let's look at the facts of the Old Testament because the Old Testament actually says that if someone is guilty of, of a, a capital offense, is put to death on their body and is exposed on a pole, you must not leave the body hanging on the pole overnight. Be sure to bury it the same day because anyone who is hanged on a pole, it's under God's curse. You must not discredit the land of the Lord your God has given you. And the word for pole in other languages is also tree. Are you here? So it was written in the Bible. And it was something that people executed year after year until Jesus was crucified. And he changed something. And the New Testament speaks about this. And we take the, name, the, the next slide. Where it says that Christ redeemed us. From the curse of the law. By becoming a curse for us. For it is written. Curse is everyone who is hanged on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessings given to Abraham may come to the Gentiles through Christ Jesus. So that by faith we may receive the promise of the spirit. You know what the promises are 
is in the word of God. If you read over and let me drink water. Come on. You have so much expectation you don't let me drink water. You're like, tell us, tell us, tell us, preach, preach. So, you, you know, you put pressure on me. I feel pressure. You know, in Sweden, everybody feels pressure about everything. She <laughs> had <laughs> so sensitive you know? <laughs> it's good that we are an SOS church it's good that we are an SOS church we are not so easily cranked <laughs> at least not, my, not me so it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's good to laugh it's good to laugh it's good you know <clears throat> you can't be cursed you can't it's impossible but the Bible speaks about three areas that we need, to, we need to protect to maintain that blessing. Because you are blessed. When you come to Christ, you are. But something can happen to you. Something is, I meet people that have, I speak to them and I ask, do you believe in Christ? Yes. You have the word of God in your heart? Yes. I'll be, I follow Jesus? Yes. Or, or people that say, you know, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Hindu or whatever, you know, and, and I share the gospel to them. And, and I explain to them that why the gospel is so important. And I explain to them why Jesus is so important. And it has to do with the, the very little thing. So this is a little, little action that happened 2,000 years ago. It was that Jesus was hanging on the cross and he died for our curse. That little thing, that little differences from all the other religions that somebody died for you and blessed you and gave his life with, that, just that little thing. It's just a little history, you know, debate. I mean, can you, can you, can you think, that, uh, can you imagine how long we have debate, the same thing, more than 2,000 years? Still people are questioning that, but anyway... <sighs> I'm not cranked. <laughs> that, is, that is the whole point. But you got to maintain something for, for your heart and your mind to not be broken. And the Bible speaks about it. Take the next one. Thoughts. So let's start about with the thoughts. Thoughts is something that I can't see. I cannot see what you are thinking right now. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I can. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but thought is something you have in your mind right, right at this moment. You are thinking about, oh, I need to go home to fix the chicken. Ah, the chicken. You know, you're maybe not here right now. You know, you are here physically, but your thoughts can be somewhere else. But thoughts is a very, is, 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 this part of the body is a very dangerous place. So a lot of things can go in there and break you down. And the Bible says that the weapons we fight, we are not, uh, uh, the, the, sorry, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Okay? We demolish arguments. Arguments. Okay? And every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. Strongholds. What is a stronghold? Strongholds are ideologies, are mentalities, are things that break down a person or build them up. Lately, the latest facts that, that we are receiving in Sweden is that we're supposed to be one of the most lonely persons in the planet. 
because we are very individualistic. We don't, we don't, we don't share and we don't receive. We don't, we don't open our hearts. You know, this is what happens to me lately. Like we do Latinos, we do. I know Persians do the same. You like, you know. A lot of countries are very like involving other people in my, my own privacy life, you know. I was with my, with my family when I was in El Salvador. They didn't hold nothing back. It's like, you know, okay, okay, okay. I'm a Swedish person, please. Hold your things back for yourself. I don't want, you know, to share your fights, you know. I'm not ready for this. Uh, are you here? So, so we are very individualistic, which is in many parts of the world, we are one of the good countries than many others. Because we have a, a system that protects the individual, which is good. But on the other hand, it creates something in our minds that we don't need friends. And, and, and I don't need someone else. I can handle myself. Are you with me? And that creates something in us. It creates a stronghold of mind. And the Bible says that, actually says, be one in heart and mind and spirit. So when you come to church, you experience something when you come in here. And when you come in here, you feel there is something in there that is different. And the, and the unity in the church and the power of, uh, of these people is different because we all come from different worlds cultures, countries, languages, and we are different in all different ways. But there is one thing that unites all of us, and that is the cross of Jesus Christ. So when I come to Jesus, you become my brother, and you become my sister. Then suddenly we have one unity that goes through Jesus. Are you here? Then suddenly we are together. We are carrying one another's burden. You hear? Is this too radical for you? It's good? The church is a strong powerhouse. Because here we are sitting. People from Iraq and Iran that being in war. We are sitting here with all different cultures and differences. And still we can look at each other and say, hey, I pray for you. Hey, I'm here with you. We have people from all different nations here. And I love the power of the gospel because it breaks down strongholds that becomes in a society so strong. We are different. We are not one. But in Christ Jesus, we become like one body, one mind, one soul. Yes, words. Words. Let's take the next one. The tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. It is wonderful to speak good. I, uh, I, I, I love the idea of speaking good. I love the very thing to say, I'm happy to see you. Ha have you tried that? Try that, fake it till you make it, try that next time. I'm happy to see you. If you even if you feel, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I am so happy. <laughs> but try that. You know, whatever happens to the person who look at you, I'm happy to see you too. Even if you don't mean it. You know, when I was in El Salvador, this happened to me because I'm, I, I'm Swedish. <laughs> I was walking in the street, and I, this person was coming my way. So I was walking, you know, like in my own, my own business. So I'm walking. 
And this person passed next to me. This was my first day, me walking in the street, okay? He passed me. And he stops. And he says, Buenos dias. <laughs> and I turned to him and that, oh, he means like, I have not said buenos dias to him. And I'm thinking immediately, I don't know you. <laughs> Do we know each other? <laughs> because where I come from, we actually don't speak to each other in the streets. <laughs> so immediately I adapt myself. I'm like, buenos dias, disculpe, sorry, I'm, I'm you know, I'm my, own, my own business. So now I'm practicing this everywhere where I go in El Salvador. Buenas, 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 buenas. Everywhere where I go, buenas, 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 buenas. I came to a pupuseria. That's where we make, you know, pupusas. And like immediately when I came in, I was like, buenas. And like, you know, this mother is just, you know, taking this kid all over the place, you know, like. And I'm thinking, whoa, what's going on in here? And she turned to me and said, like, yeah, I need to educate this guy. You know, I this guy. And I go, like, yeah. I'm part of the family now. You know, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm in the family. You know, I'm here. It's, it, it is a different, it's different. But as soon as they opened their mouth, I was connected to them. Words have such a power. Silence have also a power. You with me? And sometimes we need to speak blessing to create blessing. We need to speak good things to create good things. You know, when you come to your work and everybody's like, oh, it's Monday. Yeah, it's Monday. It's like actually the day after Sunday. Can you imagine? What a revelation. This guy said, like, it's so new for me every time. Every time, like, wow. And it's like, yeah, you know. And then they go like, I supposed to say you are tired, you know. Yeah, I go like me too. It's Monday, but the thing is the same on Tuesday. On it actually never come a day when it's like today is a good day. It's like never comes a day. Every day is like Monday, Tuesday, you know. Friday you are like you know, <laughs> throw yourself to work, you know. Saturday, it's like it's so short. So, I mean, Sunday we, we, we forget because we are, oh, Sunday, I only think that tomorrow I'm working. <laughs> so we never have a good day. <laughs> can, we have, can we have another day, like eight years, like eight days instead of for seven, can we have another one? Just to say, it is the eighth day. <laughs> are you here? Yeah. We can create blessing with the, the words we use. We, you can bless your environment by just what you say, the way you express. And I think that when you are blessed with the foundation of the gospel, which is that your, your guilts are forgiven, you are broken, but now you are healed. When that is the very basic of you, when you wake up in the morning, you take the day by the horns. If it's a Monday, very... You go like, steady, <laughs> steady, you. <laughs> I say it's a good day. It's <laughs> I have said to you, it's a good day. <laughs> Are you here? <laughs> you take it. You take it just like, obey Monday. <laughs> obey me now. It's a, good, it's a good Monday today. And the traffic jam is crazy. Everybody's pushing you on the subway. And you are like the most happy Stockholm guy, girl in the subway. Yes. 
so sweaty. <laughs> so much people. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> this is wonderful. Oh, Walter preached to me this Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> Are you here? The Bible says, A good man brings good things out of the good store in his heart. And evil brings uh, evil things out of the evil store in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And if your heart is full of Jesus, if your heart is full of the word of God, if your heart is full of blessing, my friend, no matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, no matter what it is, out of your heart just comes this, I'm blessed, I'm good, wonderful. And you take that bull down and you break it down and you are the matador of the day. I know we shouldn't have matadors. I know it's politically incorrect. I cranked somebody in here. I'm sorry. I repent from my sins. <laughs> I love church. I love church because it's so positive. Take the next one. I need to hurry up because I'm out of time. Typical me all the time. Please don't tell Pastor Christopher of my, my faults. But, but faith comes also as a reaction of what has been put in you. And the Bible says, consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. The faith is touched when you hear the message of Jesus. When you receive it into your heart, it creates something in you that calls faith. And faith is not a feeling. Faith is not a good like, oh, I feel good. It's, it's, just, it's an action. It's something that happens to you. It's the way you walk. It's the way you talk. It's the way you do your things. Because you do it in faith. It's a reaction of what is putting in your heart. That's why no one can curse what God has blessed. Because his words are blessed. His actions are blessed. His thoughts are blessed. I have no saliva left. <laughs> I tried to drink this water. It's not helping. <coughs> I, I want to end with this picture. And some of you, you, you have heard me speak about this. But I think it's, a, it's one of the best pictures I have, I have seen. Because uh, it's turned for something that is broken to something that is honorable. And uh, it's, it's a Japanese culture. Who, it calls it Kintsugi. I don't know if I pronounced that right. If you're Japanese, please don't be cranked today. But kintsugi is a very tradition in the Japanese uh, culture where something, uh, a vase or a plate that means something to me. I drop it and it's broken. Puff. Suddenly we think, oh, oh, I broke it. My mom spanked me when I broke things when I was little. <laughs> She didn't understand that, I think. <laughs> you know, when she smiled what I say, I would think, okay, she didn't get it. <laughs> now she get it. Now she's looking at me like, <laughs> You know, when you are in church, you know, your mother goes like, praise the Lord. And then she's like, hmm. wait when you come home. That's dangerous things. But the Japanese drop a plate. And in their culture, they make a mud where they put gold and silver and sometimes 
little pieces of diamond in it. And, uh, and, and they put it together. And I think this is the most beautiful picture of a person. Because you maybe feel as a broken vase. Where you, you look at yourself and you think, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm worth anything. Or like, where, where should I put myself in life? Because I'm a broken vase. I lost things in my life. Someone would say I was raped. Others would say I, was, I lost my parents. Someone would say I went through war. I lost my family. I'm a broken vase. I grew up in a family with dysfunctionalities. And, and here I am. I don't know what the value of my life is. You know? And we go from brokenness to brokenness. We go into relationships that we don't supposed to go into. And then broken hearts comes again and again. And we think, when will this end? How long will it be? And people come to you and they say, it's your self-esteem. And you go, yeah, it's my self. Wow, it's Monday. <laughs> it's like, tell me something different. What is it? Like, yeah, it's my self-esteem. Something is broken in me. And we go and people, and we know that. But then you come, a Sunday meeting to SOS Church. And somebody is preaching to you about turning the curse to blessing. And you're thinking, it sounds funny, it sounds good, it's a good message. But what about me? What does it say to me? And this is the very thing. That the gospel says that if you are a broken vase, he forgive you. He change you. He transform you. And he bring you to a new place in life. Where the Japanese break, they heal it again. And they put it as a spectacle to everybody to see this beautiful vase. You know what Jesus did to you? He took you as a broken plate. And now he put you in an honorable place. And everybody who see that, they don't say, that's a broken person. No, they say, that's a blessed person. It's all about turning what is broken. Whatever thing that broke you down becomes your very blessing. But everything that was thrown away, whatever part of your life that you felt, I am that person, Christ, take. And it may sound a paradox, a double thing, but it takes that very thing and that becomes your weapon. That becomes your message. That becomes who you are. You will say, I came from a country of war. My father was an alcoholist. I did drugs. I was a nobody. But Christ came to my life, my friend, and today I've been preaching this beautiful gospel of Jesus and I believe I'm blessed I believe I'm changed I believe he have healed every area in my life are you here even Bolt I want to finish with this one of the, the fastest the, the, the fastest guy on earth they told him you are too tall to run 100 meters and he proved the world wrong. Now they are saying it's because of his genetic that he is that fast. He turned it to a blessing. And today I want to speak to you no matter who you are, no matter what your background is. If you let that gospel of Jesus step into your mind, go down into your heart, your life will change today. Let